It's time to get in the huddle with Carl Duke, Brian Baldinger, and Jason LaConfora. And Baldy, I want to start where you have been because I think it's still the big story, and that is the New York Jets. You've had a chance to be there a few days, talk to a few people. Let's get our folks caught up on what's going on with the Jets and where they are, specifically with Aaron Rodgers. And guys, they play in the Hall of Fame game. They got an early start, so that's why they're a little bit uh, ahead of everybody else with camp. I spent the day there yesterday. Well, it was a great day. It was a really good day. Uh, you know, there, there's a great buzz. I mean, NFL films, guys with the black shirts, NFL films are everywhere. <laughs> you know, um, and they're going to be there for six weeks. I talked to the lead producer yesterday. I mean, they're there for six, maybe even seven straight weeks. They'll follow the team to Canton when they play the Hall of Fame game against Cleveland. But, you know, just watching, you know, and Nathaniel Hackett's calling the plays. His dad, Paul, Paul Hackett is out there. Paul, you know, recruited and coached Curtis Martin, a great Jet, um, a New England Patriot. I mean, Curtis is there. Tiki Barber is there. I mean, the buzz is real. I, and, you know, and I talked to Woody Johnson for a long time, the owner afterwards, and he's been there for 23 years. He's never felt anything like this. Mm. And it's more than just Aaron Rodgers. It's just, this is, maybe this is the time. You know, we saw Matt Stafford go to Los Angeles, win a Super Bowl. We saw Tom Brady pack up, go to Tampa, win a Super Bowl. And and maybe that's what happens. But when you watch Aaron Rodgers make a couple throws yesterday to Garrett Wilson, like, and, it, you know, it's it's competitive. It, you know, there's Sauce Gardner out there and DJ Reed, and there's Quinnen Williams in the middle rushing Aaron Rodgers, and there's this floater that's just going, you know, I mean, in stride. One for a touchdown, one on fourth down for a big game. And, you're, you know, you're talking to Joe Douglas, the general manager, and you just go, they haven't seen this. Carl, they haven't seen this in New York. They haven't seen a guy that can make that throw, that yeah. can make that call. They just haven't seen it. And so it just gets you like, okay, maybe – this can happen. You know, maybe, you know, Aaron Rodgers is the difference because when you watch the defensive line, Carl, and you see, you know, the, the draft picks and you see Quinnen and you see Carl Lawson and, uh, you know, Jermaine Johnson in his second year and Will McDonald is a rookie and you go, they might be three deep on the defensive line, mm. you know? And so it's, it's just fun to watch. It's fun to be around. It's only practice. It's early. I'm going to go up there tomorrow. They're having a full pad of practice tomorrow. They're going to get after one-on-ones, hitting, uh, tackling. Uh, they're going to be 3,000 fans surrounding the place. They said, you better get there early, Baldy. The <laughs> fans. These Jet fans. And, you know, not to mention Peter King and, you know, like the NFL Network. And they're, they're all coming. They're all coming. Like, this is destination maybe number one in this league this year. And it's great for the league. It's New York. It's the biggest market. We'll get to the Giants in a second, but this this is this feels like it's more than just Aaron Rodgers coming to New York. It feels like this is what happens when you get it because there's Aaron yesterday, Carl, and I know I'm going long, but there's Aaron talking the defensive line about a play like, "Look, I'm I'm get after me, come rush me." Like if you just go play the screen, all right, you made a play on the screen, but that's not real. Like he's he's coaching. He's coaching everybody up. You know, he's talking to his receivers. There's this kid, Xavier Gibson, out of um, Stephen F. Austin, that made a play in the middle of the field. And people were going, wow, where where did he come from? And you just go, all right, let's – let's. Uh, I, I'm not here to temper it down. I'm just here to say football's on, and it's on in Florham Park, New York, and it's a lot of fun to be around. 
Listen, Baldy, I, I think as we talk about the Jets, um, this is about the buy-in, right? And and listen, yeah. you and I have been to many camps through our careers, all right? I, w- I had a chance to cover the, the – when I first got in the business, the 90s Cowboys early in my career. There is a different buzz when your team is good and guys know their team is good. There's a difference than showing up at camp and, you, and guys – even new guys to the team, when they go, we might be okay. You got to see how it goes. When you show up and you feel like there's something going on here. And I think that's what you're describing with the Jets. There's nothing wrong with this, guys. We're not telling you the Jets are going to go to the Super Bowl. What we're saying is there is a buy-in that they necessarily haven't had. They've had studs on defense. You guys know the story. This quarterback thing, they had to figure it out. And if the quarterback is leading like Aaron is, and like you're talking about, Baldy, this is – this is going to potentially work. That is what they've been waiting for, leadership. Yeah, well, they're getting it. And then you go, let's just go to their two young studs from a rookie, rookies a year ago. You know, Sauce Gardner and Garrett Wilson. So, you know, I had a chance to talk to both of them yesterday. Both of them, after the two-and-a-half-hour practice, both of them are on the field. Both of them are working extra mm. stuff. Um, you know, there's, there's Sauce talking to some young corners about what I see. When I play a tight end versus when I play an elite wide receiver, where I line up, where my footwork is, what I'm looking at. There's Garrett Wilson going, you know, Baldy, the first throw that Aaron threw to me was on me. Like, I, I made a mistake. I, I didn't get a, enough vertical on the route to be able to break it to the corner, but Aaron rescued me. That's Garrett talking about. And then he goes in the one in the touchdown, the fourth down throw, you know, like he – like, I thought the corner was really going to push me to the sideline. He didn't, so Aaron threw it over. I read it right, and he dropped it right in the bucket. I made the catch. These kids are – you don't win the offensive rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year, without, A, being talented, and, B, being smart, and being professional. Like, there's certain guys that just rise above, the you know, the rest of the group to get those awards. And these kids are – they're kids, but they're, they're advanced students. You know, they're only kids because they're young. Right. But they're advanced students of the game. And there's something about intelligent players. We don't give them enough credit. We don't talk about them enough, Carl. But intelligent players are intelligent people. They make good decisions. And these kids make good decisions. And so it's part of the buy-in. Um, I think that's I think that's that's there. But then what Joe Douglas, the general manager, is looking at, what Woody Johnson, the owner, is looking at, what Robert Sal, the head coach, is looking at is Okay, we know we're, we're we're talented. Now we need to like bond. We need to build a locker room where there is no knuckleheads. We filter that stuff out. We 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 nip problems in the head as a as a group. That's what great teams do. Like we keep the things in house. And so things that have affected the Jets before, um, you know, they lost their. They were seven and four last year. They looked like a pretty good football team. They beat the Buffalo Bills. They were on the way and they lost six in a row. And somebody asked me on the NFL Network yesterday, Carl, the other day. They're like, you know, is, is the pressure too big for this group? And I'm like, <laughs> no, it's not. You know what's too big for this group is losing six more games in a row. They're sick of it. Quentin Williams is sick of losing. He didn't want – like, he got his bag, great. He's sick of losing. These kids come from winning programs. Garrett from Ohio State, Sauce, won a whole lot of games. Cincinnati won 50. You know, like, these kids are used to winning. They, they want to win, Carl. So – that's what they got to find out how to do that, learn how to do that as a group and build that locker room to be airtight. 
I want to ask you about Saul since we're talking about it, guys. We're talking about the Jets. Baldy was there. It's in the huddle. Subscribe, like us. Make sure you watch us on YouTube in the huddle pod. You can subscribe there. Don't miss an episode. We release them new uh, Tuesdays, Thursdays usually. But guys, as camp is going on, breaking news and stuff, we'll be all over the place. So make sure you're here. I don't. I'm not sure if you've done a, a Baldy's breakdown on him, but he played with Desmond Ritter. Ritter's the quarterback of the Atlanta Falcons. They played together at Cincinnati. Yeah. And Ritter has talked about practicing against Sauce made him better, okay? Yeah. And we were talking about the footwork and stuff that he does and how he plays. I think he's so advanced to your point about the intelligence, but how to play the position. He's playing Baldy like he's a third or fourth year guy in the league, not a not a rookie last year, and that I think is part of the difference and I'm I'm curious People are already talking about Sauce maybe being the best corner in the league. Now, I don't want to jump on that, but I'm just saying, I don't know what you've seen, but his footwork is really, really good. Well, um, so I ranked the top 10 cornerbacks uh, for the NFL the other day, and I had Sauce at number one. And that's not to knock anybody else in this business. Guys that have done it, Xavier Howard's got 29 interceptions. Yep. You can look at Jalen Ramsey's won a Super Bowl. You can look at all the great players at that position. Patrick Sertan is like, he's I got a number two. But Sauce, man zone, the intelligence that he plays with, what he sees, how he tackles, um, how he plays without committing penalties, how he plays the ball in the air. Like, we really – like, we just haven't seen a guy come in the league. You know, I mean, look, Champ Bailey's Champ Bailey. And, you know, he's not the most – he's not Champ. And he's not Dion. He doesn't have that type of talent, you know, that type of athleticism. He is long and he is fast. But, like – He's not that, but he makes up for what he doesn't have that Champ Bailey had that Dion had, like four three speed and that kind of stuff that Dion had. But, and I'm not comparing him yet to, to Dion or Champ. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't have their athletic ability. So he's just an exceptional student of the game. And you know, I want to come back to Aaron Rodgers because he's the story. And the, the just being around a lot of people in the organization over the last few weeks, and then yesterday for a long day, and I'm going back up there tomorrow, um, he's gone out of his way to literally meet everybody in the organization. Like, I'm talking about secretaries, travel, business people, you know, people selling, you know, um, the suites, the, you know, stadiums. Like, he's gone out of his way. People on the, on the television side of it and the digital side of things that everybody has now uh, in-house, and he's gone out of his way to introduce himself to everybody. Say hello, like, and, and not just bonding with his teammates. It's, it's the whole building. And I think people thought, oh, Aaron Rodgers, he's a prima donna. Like, you know, he's he's the MVP. He doesn't do these kind of things. No. No, he knows it's important to do these things. And he knows all the things that he has to be responsible for to help turn a losing franchise around. And a, a franchise that has a lot of bad smell about it. A lot of things that have gone wrong. He's there to like sweep it out and sweep that stuff out and get it out of the building as much as he can. He knows his responsibilities to help do that.